0: welcome everyone it's lessons with mike i'm
1: stunned at that intro that was
0: that was was a beautiful piece of music i just i either came up with it right then on the spot or stole it from someone else only the inner workings of my subconscious know the difference huh you
1: need to make that the musical intro for all of your episodes now
0: i don't know if that's a copyrighted piece of music it's just something that kind of came out of my mouth
1: it is your voice, therefore it's not copyrighted.
0: Well, the the, the noise is anyway. Uh, <laughs> I'm here today to do a playthrough of the campaign trail. Uh, but wait a minute, you're not my campaign guy.
1: No, you're not I. Zach. I have boobies.
0: Yeah, you're not Zach. What the hell? <laughs> anyway, Zach couldn't make it today. He is suffering from a case of having children. Uh, but uh, best of luck to him. R.I.P. And- in, in those endeavors best best wishes best best wishes to my political guy one of my deepest friends deepest friends
1: he's staring at me as he says that to try to make some sort of point <laughs> not sure what that is it
0: was some kind of uh, innuendo you'll have to use your imagination to figure oh it out but today we're going to be playing through a scenario mod that was made by tom from reddit this mod was made by tom from reddit so thank you tom for providing us with this mod Uh, Kayla doesn't know much about politics or history, so it'll be a fun little experience.
1: Yes, I'm Kayla, by the way.
0: Yeah, there she is there. (laughs) Uh, So do do you know who Charles Sumner is?
1: No, but I had a friend in high school with the same last name, so maybe they're related.
0: They're probably not. (laughs) So he was a senator who gave this big speech about how slavery is bad, Mm -hmm. and this was in the 1850s, 1860s, and uh, he made a lot of alliterations, metaphors, allusions, similes. Uh, Someone got offended. Uh, and hmm. then walked up to him and whacked him in the head with a cane several times. Just kept whacking the poor guy over and over again.
1: You know, that's a really sophisticated way to die.
0: He didn't die. He lived and continued in the Senate for a number of years.
1: Badass. That's yeah. even more sophisticated. Yeah,
0: overall, but, cool, cool guy.
1: You know, just a mark here. I would lo- like if I were to be beaten somehow. I would love to be beaten by a cane because that is like the classiest way to be beaten.
0: You're weird.
1: Look, it's the truth. That's just just
0: weird. Do women think about
1: that? Yeah, sure. (laughs) We always have to prepare for our impending doom because we're females.
0: Anyway, (laughs) we're going to play through the campaign trail. For those of you who don't know, it's a game where you can simulate various elections. And as I mentioned earlier, this is a simulated mod made by Tom from Reddit. Thank you again, Tom. Mm -hmm. And this mod involves bringing... Charles Sumner from the 1860s to the 1960s and running against George Wallace. With
1: hypothetical time travel.
0: No, oh, no, it's very literal time travel. Oh. It's in the in the sense of this universe, it's literal. It's not oh. a metaphor. Oh. All right,
1: I'm going to read the internet universe.
0: Yeah. In this in this universe. So, re- I'm going to read this.
1: Oh, wait. How much more, how much do you know about Sumner? Like, do you know anything else besides uh, that he was beaten by a cane? And... That's
0: about it. Yeah, that's about it.
1: Oh, okay. I'm not some um, super,
0: super detailed historian, but I do know some some basics. Is
1: Johnson part of this campaign? No,
0: Johnson is, we will have to watch and see. This one gets pretty trippy. Oh. Uh, so here we go with the, and the name of this mod, by the way, if anyone is interested, it is called Sumner 68 Redo, Highway to Heaven. <laughs> so, very excited to go through this, and let's go with the first question. Uh, we tried recording this twice and failed both times. For some reason, the audio ended up being unusable garbage, so we scrapped it both times. Full disclosure, the first time we lost all 50 states. Second time, we lost by 1,000 votes in Illinois. Uh, this is the third time, and this time I'm very confident we're going to win. What say you?
1: Yeah. Woo.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. I'm not so, confident at all. That was sorry.
0: For some reason, she doesn't sound confident, but that's okay. <laughs> We're going to knock this out. Here we go. The new campaign trail. Let's go.
1: Background noises. Background doo, doo,
0: noises. Doo, doo, doo. Okay, so. Like I mentioned earlier, this is Charles Sumner, magically brought back from the year 1868 to the year 1968. Wild. Crazy, isn't
1: it? Wild.
0: Charles Sumner's mind swells like a whirlwind as he collects himself. Creatures shift around him without care, a few commenting on his strange attire. His breathing shaky, he looks up to see great obelisks of steel reaching up to the heavens. Objects with a great wingspan soar high above, and the wide sheet around him echoes with the screeching noise of the inhuman bustle.
1: <laughs>
0: great sound effects. Thank
1: you. <laughs> One of the
0: horseless buggies speeds past him.
1: <laughs> no,
0: there's no horse. Is that ghost horse? No. Yep. The human being sat inside, profaning as it did. A voice calls out beyond Charles, a man of dark skin, wearing a suit as white as bedsheets. He introduces himself as Dr. Mallet and gently guides Charles towards the daunting interior of one of the nearby obelisks. After being moved to the sterile halls of the towering obelisk, we are sat down by Dr. Mallet in one of his rooms, one buzzing with gadgets and gizmos. He introduces himself again proper, and he explains that with one of his machines, he has taken you to the year 1968. His plan is to use a clause hidden in this old charter he's happened upon to foist you upon the Republican Party in the coming election. You feel a jolt of bitterness at the doctors forcibly bringing you to this strange new world, but alas, could it have been any other way? In real life, Andrew Johnson did not run in 1868. In real life, Andrew Johnson only ran, I don't think he ran at all, actually. I think Grant was 1868 because the election of 1864, Lincoln won. Did you know that, Camelot?
1: no i don't know anything about politics or history
0: that's not true you know something. yeah but
1: only from playing this last few times
0: (laughs) you've learned a good bit see that this game is so fun the scene is what did you just throw at me your toenail a toenail yep that's gross well it shouldn't have been on the blanket why was it on the blanket
1: where why did you put it there
0: as a surprise for you to find later because i like disgusting I like leaving little presents to find. The scene is chaotic as you and the scene. The scene is chaotic as you and your circle of surrogates meander your way through the mass of delegates at the Republican National Convention in Miami Beach. Dr. Mallet steals the microphone and reads from the Republican Charter of 1859, a document long since lost, which he emphasizes states until his defeat or his death, the nominee shall not Shallant, be replaced. For any purpose or reason. At the boss's urging, security rushes up to dispense with the good doctor. But you stand in their way. Why should you have a chance to speak? Our American democracy is under threat by the fire breathers and copperheads in the traitor Democratic Party. Now you gentlemen may stand by there in your standing places and allow our nation to be engulfed by the terror of these radicals, but I will not. Gentlemen, I haven't a clue where or when I am. I just want to go home. Are we not all Republicans? Heavens, I've been a storied member of this party longer than all of your lifespans. Well, perhaps except in Mr. Stassen's case. Anyway, I have just as much a right to speak as any other.
1: Let's go with the confused old man gimmick.
0: I have no idea where I am. (laughs) The guards stand by in confusion as Dr. Mallet raises up the charter, declaring that should his demands not be met, he would be forced to deploy his lawyers from the NAACP. In shock and horror, the Republican leadership finally stand down.
1: Confused old man for the win.
0: He threw off the guards long enough to where he could threaten the lawyers. <laughs> oh, don't come at me. The lawyers are coming. The lawyers. Woo. 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 Despite the affairs chaos, you have somehow found yourself as the Republican nominee. What can you say to convince your party that you deserve a full elected term, despite having been presumed dead 100 years ago?
1: Hey, guys, I'm not dead. What about that? <laughs> this,
0: uh, this reminds me of a book called Taft 2012, where in that timeline, Taft was uh, was president and then just randomly disappears one day and then comes back in 2012 very strange very bizarre book but very similar to this in a way the options are as follows you know i always dreamed of a future brimming with new technologies but more than that renewed hearts that brimmed with love for one's fellow man i resent that we have not created my future but your future is yet to come okay we may still yet achieve the dream of equality option two the warmongering traitoring filth of the democratic party has not let up it seems in the past years they have continued to push disorder and chaos onto our streets I will deploy the soldiery to all of our major cities and end this great second treason.
1: And wait, we're campaigning in... In
0: Alabama the whole time.
1: And and it's a very democratic state right now, at this time period. Yes. <laughs> okay.
0: But the, you know, party labels mean different things. Right. This is a land of God, once storied and blessed. Though it has changed much in the last 100 years, I am proud of the vision that our, founder, of our founders have maintained throughout. I will renew our national patriotism and steer a ship you can be proud of. This time is strange indeed. Americans of all stripes are facing disorder and disunity. My dear chum Abraham Lincoln was a true pragmatist, and though he didn't always see eye to eye, none can doubt his effect on progress. I will be a leader who may fulfill the same purpose in my second term.
1: So I feel like bringing up Abraham Lincoln is just going to make your constituents like remember how old you are. So I think we should go with the religious one mm-hmm. because they're going to be like super into that. We all know how religious talent is.
0: The dogmatically nationalistic pitch may energize a certain kind of voter. Okay. But certainly not your core group of supporters. All five of them anyway. That's okay. We're branching out. We're winning Alabama. Alabama, by the way, thirty-three, sixty-six. We went up a point.
1: We went up one point.
0: That's yeah. right.
1: That's right. Bring it on. Bring it on.
0: Let's keep going in Alabama. Again, you've been parried by the weak establishmentarians of your party. They rally around the new independent campaign of Governor George Romney in Detroit. To this betrayal, how do you respond? This is Mitt Romney's father, Kayla.
1: We gotta take him down. Take him down!
0: Treachery! I denounce this anti-equality cabal. They They are no better than the vile Democrats to defeat whom our ticket has been joyously organized. This mutiny may soon hand off the presidency to the vultures. Hold on a smidge. You're saying this man is a Mormon? A Mormon running for president? I doubt I'll have much reason to worry. I will simply reiterate my stance on the destructive anti-Christian besmirchment that is polygamy, which demeans the great American family. He's from Michigan? Well, they never saw combat, so I'm not surprised they would turn their back on their fellow man in pursuit of some idealistic chicanery. They wouldn't appreciate the sacrifice that originated this moment.
1: Let's go with the first one.
0: The treachery.
1: Yes, the treachery. a little dramatic here.
0: George Romney is quick to fire back at you at his own speech at his own convention, but he makes several strange gaffes in the subsequent events. Still, many Republicans have defected, providing a dangerous opening to the Democrats. Ooh. Segregation today, segregation tomorrow, segregation forever.
1: Gag.
0: To your horror, these were infamously the words of the recent victor of the Democratic nomination for President of the United States. Governor George Wallace of Alabama. In real life, he did not win the nomination. He ran as the third party.
1: What Wait, so he was technically where Romney is? No. In this campaign? In this
0: scenario, Romney is running an independent Republican campaign.
1: Oh. Yeah. Oh!
0: In the real election of 1968, it was Nixon running as a Republican, uh, Hubert Humphrey running as the Democrat, and then George Wallace ran as uh, some something called the American Independence Party.
1: Okay, that makes
0: sense. So how are we reacting to George Wallace? George is a vicious radical and a fool whose rhetoric has inspired disorders of increasing magnitude. Vote for Charles Sumner and I will restore order to our nation.
1: Hmm.
0: Or, this is utter insanity. Now we're contemplating allowing the most vile of Dixie Democrats a key to the White House. I must reiterate the importance of every decent American in casting their ballot for a Sumner elector in the month of November's election.
1: Yeah, I like the second one because it's less divisive. I feel like the first one used a lot of divisive language.
0: Yeah, the second one's a little more vague. Despite your advisors, you continue to push the egalitarian movement to the chagrin of your party's socially conservative elements. Well, good. We don't want the socially conservative elements anywhere near us. (laughs) And unfortunately, we are now losing in almost every state. (laughs) Our plan to campaign solely in Alabama has backfired. We are now down to 28% in Alabama, but we're going to continue. We're going to stay
1: there. Yeah, yeah. Keep it going.
0: <laughs> Despite all your own personal struggles in winning, former President Nixon, a titan of the GOP, has hitherto failed to see the light and endorse your candidacy. What can you do to change his tune? Americans are saddled with numerous crises. and You want me to be negotiating with some Quaker oaf? I have better things to be keeping myself busy with book the next train to baltimore we must be off soon if we wish to make it to california by the end of this campaign season get it cuz back then trains and it took longer to get to places
1: oh oh yeah i guess he i guess he doesn't have he's never flown before
0: yeah he just sees them as strange contraptions
1: <laughs> birds
0: of course i'm interested in swaying president nixon to my cause i will reiterate to him that i am the only candidate who can truly restore order to our poor nation Nixon may be confident in my ability to ensure the national spirit of America is maintained. I will never sell out the Stars nor Stripes. In all truth, I've never heard of this Nixon fellow. No Republican president has done more to enhance security, civility, and equality as I have. I can win without him.
1: Let's call him an oaf.
0: He's an oaf. <laughs> yeah, oaf.
1: Yeah, oaf. Just for fun.
0: You've opted to focus on swaying the everyman, for better or worse. In Atlanta, your car is pelted by eggshells as it passes by, and members of the clan make appearances at nearly every stop. Good! It's good? Uh, I guess the clans the are the ones not, that don't like us, that's a positive, but yeah. if the clans are showing up in support, that's a negative.
1: Oh. I think they're showing wait. up
0: in, in a protest, that's yeah. what we're gonna go with. Yeah, I think so. Time to pick our running mate. The options are Spiro Agnew, who in real life was a governor of Maryland and the vice president under Nixon who resigned because he was corrupt and full of scandals and bribery and all kinds of things that were accused of and whatnots and things of that nature. Mm, Uh, mm. Let me read the little thing here. I think it's rather funny. No, there can't be anyone in the United States deranged enough to accept being the running mate of you, Charles Sumner. Maybe you could pry a bum off the streets, but no upstanding man in their right mind would. Oh, well, sure, there's him. Spiro Agnew is the incumbent governor of Maryland, and surprising as it may be a member of your party, He's something of a unionist and has a strong record curbing criminal disorder. However, there have been whispers of corruption and this could prove a difficult pill for the Americans to swallow. Well, actually, considering your presence, he might be the more tolerable option. George Bush! In real life, George Bush at this point was uh, he had been director of the CIA then he was in Congress and later on became president and vice president as well, but Charles, this guy was born to old New England money. Probably slept in a big crib of greenbacks as a tyke. Looks can be deceiving. (laughs) Looks can be deceiving, Charles. (laughs) Since his childhood, Bush has become a war hero, flying our war machines in the Pacific before coming back home and entering civil service. He's a freshman in the U.S. House, eager to prove himself, which is why he's ready to accept this difficult proposal. While functionally a moderate, he is also a Southerner. Yeah, Charles, a Southerner. I'm not sure America's ready for such a strange ticket. But America's probably not ready for you either.
1: Wait, was Charles Sumner not Southern? No,
0: he was very North.
1: Oh.
0: Yeah, he was against slavery.
1: Oh. oh, oh.
0: Very Goldwater in real life. Lost in 1964 to Johnson by a very large margin. Didn't win very many states. Uh, Johnson actually released a campaign ad called Daisy. A little girl was picking flowers as some ominous voice counted down. And then boom, nuclear explosions. Uh, The ad only ran one time, never mentioned Barry, but the the point, the message was received very clear that uh, the association that Barry in charge would end in nuclear disaster, but I've done it, Charles. I found someone about as old fashioned as you. Barry was the Republican nominee in 64 and lost that election to Lyndon Johnson in electoral thrashing. Barry's an arch conservative. Remember Francis Blair? He's kind of like him. Listen, Goldwater isn't perfect, but he would, exp- it would help to extend your favorability in the South. Nonetheless, if you select him, you'll have to worry yourself about his comments. Which have oftentimes been contradictory, controversial, or both. Well, what are we doing? Well, if we're trying to um, flip Alabama...
1: Who do you think? Wait, who did you choose?
0: Oh, I didn't even mean to click it. I clicked it by mistake. I'm sorry. Why? Who would you have chosen?
1: I would have gone with uh, Agnew this time. Yeah. Yeah, just to change it
0: up. Just to change it up. Well, my finger slipped. It was an accident, I promise. So what are we going to say about Barry? This gentleman is a true firebrand, a man of unquestionable passion who sees the full potential of American greatness. There's no doubt in my mind that he will be an excellent vice president. Barry's a fine Republican. He embodies my commitment to listening to all corners of our party, no matter their inclination or the policies of the day.
1: Let's call him passionate. Why not? He's
0: passionate. Sure. He's got unquestionable passion. Yep. Barry is certainly an inspired choice and will force conservatives to give your candidacy a second glance. Let's go. So we're still losing in most of the states. Romney is Mm -hmm. winning in Vermont and Utah, and our efforts in Alabama have gotten us up to 29%.
1: All right, one point. Let's go. Let's go.
0: Since you're resurfacing in this time... The Ku Klux Klan, a destructive white supremacist organization long since its most bloated days in the 1920s, has reemerged as a new threat to equality with boistered membership and growingly violent tactics. What say you? Americans will not stand for the injustices of the Klan. I urge all those in the South who stand with liberty of the African-American to match fire with fire and defend your fellow man.
1: Mm, so violence.
0: Well, you can, I think it's okay uh, to set the Klan on fire. Like, what, what, what do they do? I mean, there's no reason for the clan to exist.
1: Agreed. But still, it's, it's in, in, ensuing violence. so We have to decide how that wants to be perceived by the public.
0: I, I don't think you can negotiate with the clan like this option here says. We must stand for peace at home, which is why I will seek consolidation with this group and others who no. will hate in their heart. Because where there brews hate, they may also brew love. No. That seems very idealistic and unrealistic and not reflective of the world. And Sumner knows better. Sumner wouldn't negotiate with the slave owners, so he's certainly not going to negotiate with the Klan. Since its first days, I've watched the Vile Klan grow and grow like a tumor on our great American spirit. Well, I will not allow it anymore, upon the resumption of my glorious tenure, I shall forcibly dismantle the Klan and restore order to our nation.
1: Yeah, let's do that. The restore order. Yeah, Yeah. we're
0: going to say we're going to dismantle the Klan. Once again, you make the pitch for an increased law and order, and against the Klan, it's hard for most people to disagree.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You're speaking with sympathetic Republican and Democratic congressmen, and you hear the chiding of a nearby senator. A damn Yankee calls out the senator from South Carolina, Strom Thurmond. Fun history fact. In real life, Strom Thurmond gave the longest filibuster ever, uh, around 23 or 24 hours. Kayla, can you guess what it was about? Soup. It was not about soup. Dang. No. It was about uh, he was trying to block civil rights from going through. Oh. Yeah.
1: Oh, so we don't like him. He's a racist, too. He's
0: also... Can you guess when Strom Thurmond was last in the Senate?
1: It was recent, wasn't it?
0: 2003. Yeah. He died in office. Or maybe he retired and then died. Either way, he was 100 or 101. And uh, really old. Didn't know what was going on. And should have left quite a long time before then. Uh, This is why... No, this is why some sort of age cognitive test needs to be implemented, because 100-year-old racists should not be in power anywhere. That's just absurd. Strom Thurmond says to you, You're the worst damn president we've ever had. Now you've come to finish the job. He laughs, closing the gap between you. How do you respond? You think you're clever? I'll show you smarts. Sir, you're a disgrace to this nation. I have nothing more to say.
1: I like the shame aspect However, the last time we played this, we got to beat him up, so let's do that one.
0: (laughs) We're going to beat up Strom Thurmond. (laughs) The light drains from Strom's face as you chase him down, cane in hand, poised to strike. You land a good hit at his shoulder and then another at his head, and he goes tumbling down the Capitol steps.
1: This was the one for the, I'll show you smart.
0: Yeah, I'll show you smart. And then he starts
1: beating him up.
0: Yeah, in real life, Sumner was the one who was beaten up uh, with a cane. So this is an interesting parallel. You spend a few days in jail before being released, but you have no regret.
1: That's right. I love
0: that. We are now losing in more states, and in Alabama, we're down to thirty percent. Is that up or down? I think That's, that might be an improvement. Yeah, that is. Let's keep going. <laughs> Let's get the number up to thirty-five, maybe. War in Chicago. After the nomination of George Wallace there, a riot sparked among activists pushing for equality and an end to the war in Vietnam. How do you react? This puts us in a bind, does it not? I'll attempt my best to hedge the issue. The noble children have my blessing as they march for liberty. I did not know there was a war currently taking place in the Orient. I must educate myself. Clear my schedule. I shall travel to Vietnam and win the praises of our union once again. I condemn the vile disorder in the streets of Chicago the heart of the American Middle West. We require a president who can take command of the situation and restore the orderliness of the Shining Nation. I also commend the police response in the situation. Their chivalry is unquestionable.
1: Hmm. So the last time we've done every option except this last one?
0: No. I don't want to say the police are doing great.
1: I don't either. Um, but I don't is- want to travel the
0: way to Vietnam. I think it's best to just ignore it.
1: Ignore it.
0: Like say we don't want to say they have my blessing as they march for liberty. right. Uh we're gonna say this entraps us in a slight bind, right? Okay. I think that's the best. It's a non-response.
1: Yeah. yeah. Do we just want to do that and hopefully yeah. we'll see we'll see how it affects our numbers.
0: Interesting play, Charles. Still, as casualties mount in Chicago, this situation is an embarrassment for Wallace's campaign. Oh, that's good. You've made quite the splash in seizing the nomination, but many Americans find themselves concerned and confused about you. You awoke 100 years after your initial disappearance? How do you explain it? 100 years ago, I fought for equality and the perseverance of American chivalry. I have returned by divine power to fulfill what I started that century ago. Let's not dwell on time travel or rather focus on my great plans. It's so simple it hurts to explain. I was brought to this time by a brilliant scientist, himself having originated in 2019. He simply used his magnificent machine to transport my matter across space-time, bringing me here to all of you. I hope this will end any repetitions of this pesky question henceforth.
1: Gosh, what do you think?
0: I don't want to, you know, explain it with two big words, confuse people. I don't want to say let's not dwell on it because that seems evasive. I think we got to do the God thing. The divine God power. Yep. Divine power. Divine power. Framing your return is divine consequences smart and will enhance your image, especially against George Wallace. Yeah.
1: So
0: things are looking better.
1: That's good. Things are
0: looking better. We're down actually 29%.
1: Should we try and take the, um, the one from Romney?
0: Well, right now we're at 139 electoral votes. we got to do something. Mm-hmm. I think we should probably give up on Alabama, switch mm-hmm. to California, maybe. A lot of electoral votes there.
1: Yeah, and then Texas.
0: Since the riot in Chicago surrounding the DNC, protests have emerged in New York, Los Angeles, and Detroit. As your opponent, George Wallace, calls for a violent police reaction, would you care to reiterate your own plan to dispel the riots? The fight for equality is most noble. We must not forget the words of the new Martin Luther, and we must continue to peacefully press for justice for the black American, the same afforded to the white man. In my old time, we had an issue with the sword and rebellion. We call it the Civil War, but there wasn't much civil about it. Our brave Union forces dispelled these rebels, and they shall do so against these troublemakers.
1: So that's pitting, like, the North against the South again, right? Yeah, that
0: seems divisive. Yeah. yeah. I don't think that would Let's help. Let's not
1: do that. Let's do the Martin Luther. Martin Luther. Luther. Yeah.
0: You're coming down hard on the protesters, for better or worse. Martin Luther King Jr. speaks warmly of you during his next speech.
1: Okay. that's. Speaking of Martin
0: Luther King Jr., since his first famous march on Washington in 1963, Reverend King has enjoyed a cult-like status among supporters of equality and now plans a renewed march on Washington to finally push for a definitive civil rights act. What are your thoughts? I pledge my full support for this movement and its goals. I, too, dream of an America where all of God's children may live in equal harmony. Martin Luther King Jr. is an American hero of historic proportions. Up with my dear fellow, Abraham Lincoln, who I still mourn to this day. I will join hands to show my personal commitment to this great movement of progress. Mm. Tough choices. What are we going to do? They're both
1: positive. (laughs) Let's see here. Let's just... uh, God's children. God's children. God's children. Yeah.
0: Your worries inspire the confidence of another generation of hopefuls. Let's hope it translates in the polls. Let's
1: see. It Um, did not.
0: It did not. (laughs) I think that actually lowered our standing quite a bit. Yep, we're down to below 100 electoral votes. Wow. Uh, But that's okay. we got time to turn this thing around. Okay.
1: Wait, where where are we campaigning?
0: California. Oh,
1: you're still there. Yeah.
0: So this question is about what is your plan to maintain the growth of the United States? It's been privy to during the course of the previous decade. The Great Society, as it has been called, has been an exceptional benefit to the citizenry and American labor, these programs I will strive to maintain. While the Great Society has some benefits, we must also strive for a small yet strong economic program for the people of the United States. If you would have told people 100 years ago every little action of their lives would be overwatched by a monolithic federal government in Washington, they would have laughed you out of the room this so-called great society is an affront to America and suffocates our treasured rugged spirit.
1: So wait, what is this great society? Lyndon
0: Johnson's uh, social programs, Medicare, Medicaid.
1: Oh. Um, hmm. I, of course, personally have my own views that aren't really here. But if we're actually trying to win this campaign, is would Republicans actually prefer the 100 years ago
0: Thing. So what do you think? Mm. Who are we trying to appeal to? Because we're not doing very well. We can win a lot of these Midwestern states if we really reshift,
1: Okay. and then
0: we're going to have to really focus on the Northeast as well. I think there's a chance here.
1: Mm. Yeah, let's go back to the questions. Um.
0: I think we should say <laughs> strive to maintain it.
1: Okay. Or... or you wanna go extreme?
0: What's the extreme?
1: The extreme is, it's, it's, oh wait.
0: If you were told people a hundred years ago, it's an affront to America.
1: Yeah. What do you think?
0: Oh, I don't think so. I think we got to so. go with this third one. It had some benefits, but we must strive for a small program.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Way to hedge on that issue. This is a relatively moderate, acceptable answer.
1: Nice.
0: In a quite curious development, the Russian government has approached you all to offer funding to your depleted campaign war chess. Will you accept this offer? In previous playthroughs, we said no, of course not, Mm -hmm. but maybe we need the money.
1: But let's try it, let's try it, we're gonna see what happens, we're gonna accept it.
0: Perhaps it would not be entirely unjust to accept these funds, let's just keep hush about it. You need and must accept all the help you can get, even from altogether unlikely allies, and the Russians seem eager for the American people to select a president such as yourself.
1: Oh, I don't like that.
0: The Russians love me.
1: Oh my
0: gosh. Taking that Russian money has greatly improved our stance in the polls. Oh no. (laughs) We are now at 195 electoral votes.
1: This is interesting.
0: We could potentially win California, but I want to focus on Illinois since that was the state we uh, that lost it last time for us. Let's do that. Okay. The news I'm about to share with you is quite dire, Charles. Doctor Mallet says he circles your car. I'm afraid my most recent tests have confirmed a theory I was concerned would be true. You're afflicted with time-space destabilization syndrome, or TDS. He cast a concerned glare as he elaborates. As you continue to spend your moments in this time, your person has grown more diffuse. Essentially the universe is recognizing you don't belong here, is trying to throw you out as a result. Side effects, well over time, your grip on reality, your sanity, your vocabulary, it could all deteriorate. How will you react to this news? Do we press on the campaign trail, or do we want to try and take some rest?
1: Let's press on.
0: I say we gotta press on. Yeah. Absolutely we press on. Who cares? That's the sum of your spirit. It? Good luck. All righty. Ad break. And we're back. When we last left off, our guy Charles Sumner, uh, he was just diagnosed with time destabilization syndrome. So for the rest of the campaign, who knows what will happen? Will he maintain his grip on reality? Will we be able to win? Just to give you an update of where the polls are standing right now, we're at 181 electoral votes. Wallace has 350. I think there's a chance. We're doing great in the Midwest. We're doing great in the Northeast. I want to try and flip some of these states here, Ohio, Indiana, Mm -hmm. Illinois. So this is really going to come down to this debate here. America has not had a debate since 1960. Thus forth, Americans hope to see a debate between your opponent, George Wallace, and you. Will you accept? I'm not going to entertain the concept of debating with a man as depraved as Governor George Wallace. I'm going to give Georgie Wallace that patented Sumner slam this debate. (laughs) Or... I'm going to give Georgie Wallace that patented Sumner slam this debate. What are we thinking? Oh my Sumner comma what slam? If
1: we, wait, what if we just don't even entertain it? What do you
0: think? Ooh, I, we haven't done that one before, but I don't that. think that'll work. Um, we'll try it. You want to try it? Let's try it. Okay. Probably a bad idea not to debate, oh Charles.
1: Oh.
0: Well, yeah, that did not help us very well. But it
1: didn't hurt us It didn't either. hurt
0: us a whole lot. Our electoral vote count has shrunk to 124 which we can get up fairly easily. Um,
1: Let's keep campaigning in the North.
0: Yeah, for sure. Let's try and flip Illinois back. We can do it. Yeah. We can do it. As election day approaches, Americans are beginning to get accustomed to a Charles Sumner presidency. Americans are worried about some of the actions of Strom Thurmond, who in a speech laced with profanities decides that he's not going to be putting up with President Sumner and threatens succession if you don't moderate your stances on civil rights for black people. What is your response? Are you joking me? They're planning to tear apart this nation a second time. This will not be allowed to happen. I will not allow our beautiful country to ebb torn apart a thunder again. We watched our beautiful children die in blood. I saw it with my own eyes. I will not let it happen again. No, 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 no. We are not going to entertain this line of thought here, okay? Our union is not going anywhere, and I will ensure it. This first one sounds erratic and crazy.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. But it's also that would be probably more realistic of who he is. But I really want to win, so let's do the other one. Okay, I want to try to win. People don't want a president
0: who is going to tear the union apart, and you're hitting on that theme. Good. Looking at how that affected us in the map.
1: Hey, we got uh, we got a few points.
0: We did go up a few points for that answer. We're doing a lot better now. We really need to solidify this area here to Mm -hmm. really have a chance. The
1: Northeast. The Mm -hmm.
0: northeastern areas, mid mid east. Midwest. The mid east. I I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, (laughs) in preparation for the election, black Americans who believe in the hope and dream of progress have formed national freedmen leagues that began marching in cities across the USA in favor of your campaign. Do you support these movement? Now, now, I'm happy for the Sumner enthusiasm across our fine fair nation, but I will not allow for violent. Of freaking course I do. These brave Americans, these brave African Americans, are bringing out the very best spirit of America. I will not hesitate to support them despite the wishes of the crazy, crazy racist clan who vandalize equality. Mm. We need to go even farther. (laughs) Americans will not stand for this crap by the Bellums. I call on all members, all races of the Sumner Squad, as I call them, to march, (laughs) break as much as possible, and show that we will not allow them to not listen any longer, or so help me God, I will cane all the do-nothingers in Congress and in the state capitals of the South myself.
1: Well, okay. That was aggressive. But we don't um, want to be that
0: aggressive to win. And we don't want to say don't be violent because that's a pansy. We don't want to be a pansy. Yeah,
1: so, let's do a freaking chorus. A
0: freaking chorus. Yep. Way to make your case. March for Sumner, this movement calls out as they march to the cities, despite the reactionary reactions of the Klan and their racist vellum allies.
1: That's OK. This is hey, very baby. good.
0: Very good. We're up in Arizona. The 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 Midwest, I guess. I don't know. Southwest. Arizona, New Mexico are doing good. Colorado is pretty close. We finally flipped Illinois. We've been campaigning here for a good bit. Nice. Our electoral vote estimate 244.
1: That's right. We're great. We're gaining on. it. We
0: need 270. Where can we get Texas? It? Texas. That- I don't think we should. I think Michigan's the way Michigan? to go. OK, Michigan. Let's go. We're winning this time. It's happening. Yes. In the landmark SCOTUS case, Loving versus Virginia, the Burns court, court ruled five to four that blacks and whites could marry for their own wishes and love. How do you support or oppose this new policy, which has been put under attack by the Bellums? Wow, what a great thing! Not. This is way too far. Come on, people. We can't have <laughs> black and white marrying. Okay, I know okay. full well tempers are heated up like hell on this, so I'd rather not comment. But I'm happy for the newlyweds of all colors in the nation. Pussy! What a fantastic ruling for equality, despite Burns' hatred for equality. Ironic, don't it? I support this decision, and we will not let a foolish oaf like George C. Wallace overturn it with his supreme picks. That's not going to happen. Anyway. (laughs)
1: Let's do that one.
0: That's what I think so, too. Yeah. Because we really gotta push on that George Wallace is some horrible racist fiend. People will, uh, will... will respond positively for us to that. And
1: besides the last time we tried it, they're like, you didn't give enough information.
0: So So things are looking good. Our electoral vote estimate has us at 294.
1: All right, all right. Oh, there's a chance. Let's
0: keep it up. There's a chance. Uh, Can we get a landslide maybe? Let's see. It's the middle of the night. You hear a a stirring. You get up to see suddenly, blinding light pouring in, blinding you when the light clears, a man you thought died many years ago is standing before you. It's Andrew Johnson. He
1: says, (laughs) In fear,
0: you grab your pistol and shoot him, but the bullet goes right through.
1: Fool! I am a ghost! What do you think of that?
0: You utter fool! You will not stop me from doing the Sumner slap! Viva Sumner! Andrew, I know you had a bad life for many years. and I know we're enemies, but we don't have to be enemies anymore. We can still be friends. Andrew, please see the light or you'll take us on a road to hell. Mm. Please don't hurt me. Please, Andrew. I'm sorry for wanting to roll back your work. Uh. So we either try to slap him or we try to negotiate with him. But we don't want to beg to the ghost. I don't
1: want to beg. You
0: never beg to the ghost. (sighs) Never beg to the ghost. Okay, fine. We'll beg. We'll just I mean... sumner slap. No we <laughs> Sumner Slap. You do the Sumner Slap right through his ghostly form. Exactly. But nothing happens. He explains that he's been in control of George Wallace this whole this whole time and plans to bring back slavery. You weep through the night as the hallucinations continue. Oh spelled hallucinations. Fascinating. Oh. So that wasn't ideal. Our electoral vote count is down to one forty. I
1: told you don't slap him. We shouldn't
0: have slapped him. You're right, but that's okay. We got some time left. Oh, campaign season is taxing to your mental. To what extent should you discuss this toll? Uh, there's three images here. One image is of some sort of cloud, eyeball, hand presenting something to some sort of figure with a beard. The second figure, the second image, is an elephant running in little
1: pink booties. Little pink booties.
0: The third image is uh glitching computer graphics and let's do
1: glitching because we've never done that one
0: let's go glitching computer graphics beep 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 beep. (laughs) a lot of beeps we are now losing every state wow we glitched out and no no we have 12 electoral votes somewhere what we're ahead in why? Uh, we're ahead somewhere. I'm
1: offended. No, this is... I'm, I'm getting mad now. This is like the fourth time.
0: In all of America's major urban areas, the riots oh. and disorder and chaos grow. What is the sumner solution? The blue line must not be crossed. I stand up for police and the peacefuls, not the rioting ones. We must be peaceful or we must not be. Huh? Did I call it or what? We're going to stop these hideous Bellum riots. The Bellums are plotting to destroy our very souls. We are not going to stand for it. Get me Nixon, Goldwater, and Brooke. When I'm done, there'll be no Bellums left. My name is Charles F. Sumner, and I believe in the promise of America that we can has order. We can has it. Not division. Light, not darkness, hope, not hate, order, not division. We can has order. That's what I stand up for. Um. At this point, we're already... It's it's not looking good. Uh.
1: Give up?
0: Uh, I'm 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 dismayed.
1: Let's go to. Um, th- didn't I call it? <laughs> Let's be an ass.
0: This is a good pitch. Pitch that throws blame over to Bellums and Wallace, but people are going to be super pissed.
1: Yep, they, they are super pissed.
0: Okay, so we're now only winning Connecticut. I th- no, we're we're, uh, we're okay. Uh, we're we're done for. it. We did our best. It wasn't much. <laughs> Wisconsin, what happened?
1: i told you you're not supposed to slap i shouldn't have slapped the ghost this is all your fault we also shouldn't have gone with goldwater
0: you're right we We needed
1: to get like cringy we needed to go with agnew
0: your journey has come to its finale your path of war against the fortress of darkness breathes life into your struggle but the (sighs) time has come for you charles f sumner to make your last stand in this time where will you go to spread your campaign's final message the fight needs to be took to the demon rots who are destroying our nation.
1: Yes, that one.
0: Okay, I'm not even going to read the rest. No,
1: we're, get, we're get, I'm pissed. So we're, we're getting pissed.
0: Wow, the classic Sumner sting really pops. This hurts Wallace, but pisses off Democrats, so it still hurts you too. Don't
1: care. I'm okay, mad. Um. I don't care at this point. You
0: think we're going to win? Am, no. We lost Kentucky immediately. Uh, maybe we'll win a state at least, so it won't be our worst performance.
1: <laughs> like The first one was just fun. Then I started trying on the second one. The third one, I was really trying. This time, I really tried, and you screwed it up.
0: I didn't screw it up. Yes, you did. I wanted to slam I'm the ghost. I'm so mad. I wanted to slam Michael, the ghost. Michael, we
1: can't do the slam to win the election. We can't do it. See? Look what your slam did. It's
0: okay. Uh, your
1: slam is making the racist president. Look what you're doing.
0: I'm sorry. Look I made the is. racist a president. You're shameful. But, you know, maybe we, will win. we can still win.
1: No, we can't. If we win every
0: other state, we still win. We just lost Pennsylvania. I think it's... Yeah, we lost the election. Did we win any states? No! Let's check the map. We didn't win any states.
1: This is what you get for slapping a ghost.
0: Moral of the story, kids. Don't don't slap a ghost.
1: And always choose the elephant in pink booties.
0: Awakening from the sights and sounds of the future world, President Sumner draws a breath. Back in his chambers and buried in bedsheets, he frantically attempts to understand his surroundings. Charles, dear, Alice says, it's all right now. You're home. So it was just a nightmare. By God, it was so vivid. In the coming years, you will never forget the experience. The strange black doctor, the rhetorical demagogue, the violence, the riots, and the voices that tore away at his sanity like vultures. Clasping at his chest one day, the pain of what he saw will become too innumerable, and he will resign his office. But he will never lose hope. See? That's somewhat of a happy ending.
1: Um, Let me play this again. I need to play this until I win. I am getting aggressive.
0: She is getting aggressive, folks. Watch out. Well, thanks, Tom, for the mod. And uh, that's, that's the end of the episode. I hope you learned something about history.
1: I hope that you never have to slap a ghost.
0: Don't slap a ghost. All right, bye.